Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guess what? We finally made it to the point of no return. It's time for the game within a game. Finally. Willa, Willa, please focus. Focus. There are a lot of new rules to follow here. All stars rules. Don't you worry. You know I love a rule. Um, These gals are going to put on a good goddamn show because, you know, girls just want to have fun. And they must. But you know what? RuPaul is really being a heartbreaker Heartbreaker. this episode. She sends like six girls home in one single episode. Well, not the Barbie girl. The Barbie girl stays. She's a Barbie girl. Oh, he likes the Barbie girls. He does. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yes. But you know what? Free your mind, listeners, of any preconceived ideas. We have no idea how this is going to shake out in the end. Who will be the last trans standing she may need to sing herself a song for lonely <laughs> only because she's the only one left but will it be a celebratory song because she brought her way back into the competition vamp um so let's get into the lip sync smackdown of all stars six a new episode of race chaser starts right now <laughs> beep, beep. forever Hello. How do we pod? Hello. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very, very beginning. This is the beginning. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I hear a wayward Raja O'Hara on the soundboard. Yes! <laughs> These are the moments that make life worth potting, truly. Uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Um, uh, we're talking about this little known, this really cult show. I mean, it, it has a small following. Uh, it's I called. Think, Ru- I think I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Rupert's Drag Chase. I believe it's uh, called. Yeah, yeah, that's where uh, the drag chasers. Are you a drag chaser? I know, I know what I know. I went to college. My wife went to college with one. Are you on RuPaul? I swear, I I recognize you from somewhere. Are you RuPaul? Wait, are you are you Melissa Edgar's? Oh my god, are you 
Are you Wiggly Calhoun? I knew I knew I recognized you. You're my favorite one. You're my favorite one in the uh, out of all of the RuPaul's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're my favorite RuPaul. shit, aren't you? <laughs> David. David. Yeah, that's me. I, I love I love when you do that lip sync. Um I like I like it when you get on the ground. When you're just on the ground all of a sudden. I like that. I like it a lot. Queen of floor work. Mm-hmm. Well, last uh, week the girls were doing a lot more than floor work. They were mm-hmm. creating ninety minutes Ceiling of television. Work. Oh yeah, all all the work. Um, the queens created ninety minutes of television with some superlative voting and children's TV show drag character creations. Root production force fed the drag race audience as much drag tots content as we can handle before regurgitating it. And Rue wore lovely blue turquoise fringe. Raja O'Hara. Lady Turquoise. Raja O'Hara was named the top all-star of the week and lip-synced against an embarrassed Cameron Michaels in front of Charlie XCX and her bang piece. Eureka was sent home by the group vote, but she didn't even get a chance to pack before she threw on her little travel wig and said, let's go do this game within a game. Yes. And the game within Uh, a game was revealed. Finally, it's game within a game day. It's the day of the game within a game, y'all. This is... Listen, this is so exciting. Uh, and I I believe that, I believe that we had to have the sort of, you know, the, the take it easy week of drag tots in order for the payoff of this week, which I think is a really exciting, dynamic, never before seen, completely new, affra- unafraid to reference or not reference, um, I love this episode so much, and I think it's really cool. Um, well, this week, this, <laughs> this episode for me gives me mixed feelings. Um, okay. But it, it starts very, very seemingly like most other episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It starts with a recap of all the previously eliminated queens being voted out and heartbroken. We mm-hmm. love some emo porn. And then we learn from RuPaul on the TV screen that the game within a game is happening. Yes. And uh, we see what the girls are kind of thinking after Eureka's elimination because they're in the workroom. We got Raja. We got uh, Ginger. We got Trinity. And we got... Sonique. One more bitch. Sonique. Sonique. That's it. Um, And they're all just sitting around counting their wins. Raja says, ooh, I have two wins now. Trinity has two wins. Right. Uh, Sonique's at one, I think, and Ginger's at two with 55 grand. <laughs> A cool 55. So, honey, she's winning one way or another. Do I hear 55? Girls, oh. it's only $55. It's $55,000, Rose. <laughs> um, the uh, I love any sort of timeline that, like, there's, like, a secret timeline happening concurrently behind the main timeline. Like, when mm-hmm. they do this in books or video games or, like, whatever. Like, I love that. It just, like, um, it tickles my spirit and I enjoy it. And so, like, this is very exciting. We're finally going to find out what, what these girls have been up to behind the scenes. Um, well, and the TV gonna- turns on. When the girls are just, they finish their day. They they think they're so close to the end. Mm-hmm. They think they're the final four and it's almost over. And then they're like, why is the TV on? The cable got here? 
and all of a sudden Carson pops up on the screen. I don't know if Carson's ever been up on that screen, has he? Well, honey, there was a uh, he was promoted within the company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to hire outside the ranks. You're a faster girl. <laughs> the video message from Carson says, "Welcome to RuPaul's Secret Redemption Lip Sync Smackdown, the game within a game. Nine weeks in the making. So secretive, you had no clue it was Cor- even corny. Happened. The unicorn? Is that you? <laughs> yep. So earth shattering, it could knock you off your path to the Hall of Fame." Girl, it's like, wait, wait, way to agitate the girls before they have to sit down and binge drink to get through all this. Right. I mean, the girls have had a long day. Okay, they just did a whole challenge where they had to make a whole look and then make a monologue for a cartoon that no one cares about. This, they, <laughs> these girls are exhausted, um, and they're pissed, especially Julie. <laughs> They did, They now have to deal with whatever the fuck this is. This has never happened on Drag Race before. No one saw it coming. Um. So every so so okay. The RuPaul's Trinity, see, what <laughs> Trinity turns straight up into Modisha K Jenkins immediately. Oh, immediately. She's she mad. Does. She's not glad, and she thinks this is a fad that she wants to be over. And she's dressed like a cat while feeling all these emotions. That too. How does she pee? Uh, Out of butt? In a a box of sand. Oh, duh. And then she kicks the sand over it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so RuPaul's Secret Redemption Lip Sync Smackdown Pageant Competition Award Contest Smackdown Competition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every week, the queens are secretly lip syncing to get back into the race. So we get a rundown of all the divas who have been sent home unceremoniously. Serena uh, or- Cha-Cha. Uh-huh. Jiggly Jig- Caliente. Mm-hmm. Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Mm-hmm. Yara Sophia. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Envy. Mm-hmm. Akira C. Davenport. Mm-hmm. Jan. Pandora Box. <laughs> Yorika. Trinity's very pissed, and she's like, I'm lost. <laughs> I don't even understand this. She's I don't have very... the bandwidth Mm-mm. for all this right she was, now. She was reading a Choose Your Own Adventure book, and she forgot her bookmark, <laughs> and she has no idea where the fuck she is. She's like, wait, what? I'm just, you know what? I'm going to keep my finger in the book at this part, just in case I made the wrong choice. Just in case I need to come back and do the other choice. In case it's like a one-pager and I die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, all the girls were timeline wise. We 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 kind of know when these things happen. Um, basically, we think that the Serena and Jiggly one happened after Jiggly was eliminated, and then this the right. um, Silky Yara one was right after Yara was eliminated. But we see Eureka like running around grabbing a wig. And she's in the same outfit that she wore when she lip synced, isn't she? Or did she change? Or did she wear another bodysuit like that before? Well, they did two in the same day, the the last round, because Mm -hmm. RuPaul is in the same same clothes for the last two. This was a really great opportunity to see how strong her costuming was this season. So snaps to Zaldi. Oh, I like, know. We get a little, like, visit from all the guest judges a little bit again, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. But you think Eureka did hers right after she was eliminated because Rue was like, oh, I need to hit it. She did. RuPaul Time had a hard out. 
Some bitch has a heart out. Well, heart is, out, Hannah. <laughs> this is why I put that on there, because I'm so curious. How long of a day was this for the top four queens? Because they probably had to wait for Eureka to lip sync before they could watch it. So they were probably in those purple people eater pink cat costumes until what? Two in the morning? No, listen, it was not that long of a day. What they did is they showed up in the workroom probably between at some point between 8 and 10 Mm a.m. They finished their outfits and they got in drag. That's not that hard. You know, a couple more hours, two hours, three hours. And then they walked on the runway. There's only four of them, four things to review. That's maybe an hour max. And Mm. then there's the lip sync, which is maybe another hour maximum. So, so far we're only at like seven hours. So it's maybe four o'clock at this point. And then they eliminate a girl and then she comes back and lip syncs. I'd say they were out of there by, you know, seven to seven. Got me open like 7-Eleven. That's the the math. I just broke it down and it seems right, right? It's not like they had to do like... 13 reviews of all the girls on the runway like they would the first episode there were only four bitches there it's not that hard and then they got to sit down and drink and watch their friends <laughs> and they did, and they didn't even have to tip this was right. not a hard day and and they didn't this even have was to was a hard day come no, on emotionally they didn't even have to memorize that monologue they just Emo- had to like chirp along with it on the runway this bullshit bullshit i call bullshit oh, oh my i call shady shady what? bullshit I call you shit don't in think- the shade, bullshit shade. Okay. All Not right. hard. Not hard at all compared to a regular Not- world job. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Okay. Why don't we get into SmackDown? <laughs> Why don't we get into SmackDown number one, which is Serena Cha-Cha versus Jiggly Caliente. Okay. RuPaul is Caliente is in the- or Caliente? Caliente. RuPaul is in Cerulean Blue again. Um, And uh, the Queen's lip sync. uh, Serena Chacha is in uh, Vita's uh, very, uh, (laughs) it's very Vita Bohem cover-up coat. You know something's going to come off. It's got appliques, nude delusion body garments. Um, Yes. I, I she will somehow, say she somehow looks 14 and 50 at the same time <laughs> Okay, that like I was the people that I were watching it were like, why does she look like a dude? And I was like, <gasps> she doesn't. My drag daughter is so rude. And she she was just like, I don't like that one. And I was like, neither do I. We won't have to watch her long. Don't worry. Okay. Well, I will say Jiggly has her game face on in this mm-hmm. moment, especially if you watch Untucked. Like, she's very, she's the definition of the word galvanized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's not fucking around. And I would not want to go up against Jiggly Caliente in this moment. She is there and she has something to prove and she is ready. The song is Free Your Mind by En Vogue. Finally, finally, this song actually gets used. This yeah. song has been in the file of you better learn every this. year. It's gonna, every it's gonna be a lip sync song. It's become like a legend of a song. Did they have they used it before as an actual lip sync? Because I don't, you know. I think they did. Okay. No. Because what I mean, at least one of these is uh, is a re uh, reused song. Yeah, which one? Uh, Point of No Return by Expose. Oh. Um, but we'll get to that. But the point is finally free your mind no by Envoke. Every single season they've told us 
All right. Season five, they were like, okay, that, you better Bring some tight this. clothing. Bring high-heeled shoes. It was you, in the eye. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean that I'm a prostitute, but I also might be. And that's <laughs> fu- fucking fine. That's great. Um, th- why, it was why in the it iPod. Way, though? <laughs> it was in the iPod every year. Was it on season four as well? Oh, yeah. We had it on there. Yeah, season five. Uh, I think even All Stars, maybe it was still on the iPod. It was like, this song has been floating around. I'm glad it finally got used. And what an excellent song for Jiggly Caliente. Mm-hmm. Because she used to be a prostitute. Um, so it kind of works. Okay. And she's singing her truth. Well, she admits it. I mean, we all do. I do. Um, I think that her ponytail whips are great because her hair stays on. Everything's yes. still in the same spot when she started. That she I wanted was, to be there. I it, I was scared for a moment because um, that fucking crystal claw on her head uh-huh. and the long ponytail. Oh yeah, I thought we were gonna have a snaggingtons. I yes, I thought we were gonna be snagglepuss, but mm-hmm. it was just puss. It was just, just puss. puss. Just pure puss. <laughs> no just snaggle. Puss. <laughs> Me and Jiggles uh, had a sleepover on um, on. Friday night or Saturday night in the Hamptons. Uh huh. And Jiggly wins this lip sync, and Serena is sent back to from whence she came. Yes. Uh, you know she's disappointed, but she, you know, I mean, she did great. She showed up. She's a show up queen. She'll show you what she means. What about when she said to RuPaul, "I can't wait to hair you." Everybody in the room was like, "What's hair? What does hair you mean?" I was like, "Oh, she's under the delusion that she thinks RuPaul will wear a wig that she styles." I don't know. She might. I mean, she wore them from Delta for all those all those years, so exactly. She might, she might get a Serena Cha Cha hat. Cha Charina. I mean, if it, and if it's anything like a curious wig, I think RuPaul will be very happy. Okay. Well, we're going to get back to some more lip-syncing smackdownery after this exciting break. Smackdown clack clown. <laughs> That's when you want to hit somebody with a fan that keeps clacking. <laughs> clack down. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Drag. 
This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Okay, so we are back with Lip Sync Smackdown Royal Rumble 2, Jiggly Caliente versus the Reverend Good Doctor Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Here we go. Now, I have some tea on this. I heard that production was getting so, and Silky refuted it online, um, but she had a sewing machine in the hotel. She was able to get her props that she wanted, her things that she wanted for the lip sync. So, Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to denigrate black excellence or anything because there were some wonderful moments in Silky's episode, the, the Silky Ganache, uh, Chronicles this week. She um, probably asked for it. Yeah, I know. But like, so is anybody think, else allowed to do that in a lip sync? Uh, well, this is uncharted territory. We don't have there. The rules are a little nebulous. I'm sure if the other girls insisted and asked, can I have, can I use props or can I have a sewing machine? Uh, Cause I want to fucking turn this out. The, the girls don't have time to do that because they're lip syncing right after they're eliminated. Silky had, uh, had time to prepare for each one. And it, I'm just saying. The girls had a day in the hotel. Uh, did they? Yeah, because you see where I said the judges panel? It's always the next episode after they've lip-synced. Okay, well, I'm saying so that. they have like two days. <laughs> yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race is submitted as Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program. There's a lot of structure here, and it differs for each girl. That's all I'm saying. The playing field is not an even playing field, and they are gunning for whoever they want to help, you know? Okay. Well, this podcast is unstructured. <laughs> Where's our Emmy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have many a queer teacher show. <laughs> oh, I've just been submitting for the Pulitzer. Do you want me to go for the Emmys next time? Oh, yes. honey, I'm talking about the Nobel. 
<laughs> no bell. No bell. <laughs> There's bell. Oh, I love this. It's not a no bell. Okay. So let's get into this lip sync uh, smackdowny star. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got Jiggly, Silky, we got Silky. Yeah, Silky, not Megan Nosh. And everything must be leopard print. Baby. Leopard print. Everything. Leopard print. Straight, straight from the jungle, these girls are coming out. I, I'm wondering if anybody told Silky her wig was in the wrong spot. You can clearly see her boy hair under the lace. And like... Um, I you think she was using her leave out. That's not what a leave out is, darling. <laughs> At all. Don't try to tell me. Listen. I, I, I listen. can. Tell I've Courtney Act. Tell Courtney Act on Australian Idol what a uh, leave out is. Listen, little Miss Courtney if, Quiff. That's if, <laughs> I've already when, written to her management about that. And her old nose. Okay. Um uh, so then we get the reveal. I would think that since we know Jiggly is in, mm-hmm. that she would be the first one out, and then uh, Silky would be revealed behind the screen. But no, because after you, they know Silky is a talker, and she makes for good TV. So and RuPaul just eats her up. So the, RuPaul was like, "No, let's bring that that one bitch out first. What's her name? The one with all the snacks. Silky, get her." Okay. That's what that was. And it's obvious, you know? Well, there's a little bit of shit talk, smack talk going back and forth. Um, Silky's really good at that. Silky's like, it looks like you stretched out your leopard because Jiggly's print is a larger leopard print. Mm-hmm. The lip sync song is Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lopper. Mm-hmm. We got Jiggly in her Mortal Kombat pose, ready to assume the position, singing into a little lollipop. Um, She's using the lollipop as a microphone, uh, which, okay, here's the, this is, this is the theory of stunt surprises, gags. Uh, gimmicks, whatever you want to call them. I don't really, I think some of the things Silky does are gags. They're all surprises. I don't really consider them gimmicks because they're very, they're very thought out and they're very planned. And she's very careful when she reveals them. So if you're going to do a surprise, don't give it away right away because then there's nowhere else to go. So she saves this drink making. She pulls these things out of her bosoms and makes a cocktail on stage. I don't know how the ice didn't melt. Maybe she has dry ice. Maybe she can solve there. climate change. Uh, please. I, I welcome her to do so. She makes herself a cocktail on stage with a bottle of what is it? Is it Crown, Crown Royal? Royal. Yeah. Crown. Um, only Crown she's going to get this season. <laughs> Um, and I thought it was really, really funny, really unexpected. I did not see it coming. And, uh, and Silky wins the lip sync. Can we talk about Jiggly's hair? Because I love it. She looks fucking gorgeous. Jiggly is the face, the body, the everything for this lip sync. I love it. But, um, I, I do think a gimmick can be, um, well thought out and planned. I, I would call her food thing a gimmick. Um, gotta have a gimmick though. I'm not mad at it. Uh, you sound mad. I'm not mad. 
Do I look upset to you? <laughs> you don't love me. Uh, <laughs> I'll call you after and we'll talk about this. You didn't say JK LOL. You didn't say that. So um Silky Nutmeg Ganache wins the lip sync and knocks out Jiggly Caliente, but they both put up a really great fight. Um but Silky crushed it. Um then we get SmackDown. I think that was Cube th- Dice, not Crushed Dice, actually. <laughs> Shaved ice. Um, hot ice. Then we get then we get the hot hard ice. Um, <laughs> then we get SmackDown number three. SmackDown three. It's a Silky Nutmeg Ganache versus Yada Sophia. Yes. Ooh. Uh, the judging panel is from episode five, Pink Table Talks. Um, Yara is painted and lovely. The stonework on her face. She mm-hmm. is gorge. RuPaul's in her promo look. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got like this little plaid number on. It's very cute. And um, the 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 moment that Yara sees Silky, she says, "Need help, Ru packing." <laughs> yeah, we love a Ruism. And then we get this lip sync song, which is, of course, the famous Ben De La Creme, uh Darien Lake lip sync song, Point of No Return by Expose. Which is funny because it actually is a point of return because they're all trying to get back <laughs> it, in the show. Exactly. Uh, you know. that, And that's called Irony. <laughs> Irony. Yeah, Irony. Um, not Mara Rooney, Irony. Uh, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Andy Rooney. I could have had Andy Rooney. <laughs> you did. Silky reveals stone fringe pant. Stone? Oh, Aren't yeah. Those that, stones? Or no, beaded? it's beaded, beaded fringe. fringe? Well, it's beaded it's, fringe. It's an event, that's for sure. It is. And honestly, we love a car wash moment. Um, anytime it's a car wash, ladies and gentlemen. Very that. <laughs> Anytime that your costume can participate in the song with you, it adds yes. an element of beat and rhythm and you want to look at it more, I think. Um, I don't understand why she pours water on herself. Well, listen, okay. We also have to get, before we get into that, we have to give honorable mention to Yara Sophia's leg guitar, which is giving me like Love Connie, uh, like like... If you if you go see a Love Connie show and you like squint, this is what you see. You see like a beautiful woman doing a leg pussy guitar, which is fucking sickening. Yeah, squint from the back row. Um, Rue loves Silky, and you could tell because she's just like every cutaway is Rue like eating it up. I I was a little surprised that Silky won. I thought Yara did a great job, and um, I I. I liked Silky's drink thing the first time. This water one just seemed completely useless. I didn't get it. Like water, if you pour it on yourself, it should go on your hair. She could whip it around. Just pouring it on your titties like a Chia Pet. I don't know. I uh, I disagree with you on this because I think a beginner's mistake is to pour it directly on your head and your face. And then your makeup and your, your lashes are ruined and then your hair is falling in your face. She got the effect of the pouring of the water because she poured it on her decolletage a little bit in the hair just to like take it there. For what purpose? I don't understand it with the song. As a fucking surprise. <laughs> but it's this, not a good surprise. Na- Look at me, name- I found a bottle of Zephyr Hills. It has nothing to do with the song, yet I'm going to wet my boobs. 
The name of this game is you have to do something surprising or shocking that's never been seen, especially since Silky Nutmeg has won and is returning. So she's leaving absolutely nothing. She's leaving nothing back. She's putting it all out there. And like you start to see like, Oh my God, she's using all of these clothes and costumes that she would have featured throughout the season. She's not saving her good shit for like, oh, if I come back, I'm I'm really going to save the. She's saying, I'm going to put my best shit out there. I'm going to put it all out there. Her makeup is is different than it, than it ever has been before. And she's like, I am so committed to this. I'm going to fucking douse myself with fucking water. I'm going to do any fucking thing I can to get camera time and get the attention on this. Who does that? Who does that? (laughs) A cheap ploy for camera time. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, Silky wins. Um, And Yara Yara is sent packing once more again. Well, why don't we take a break and then we'll get into the next Lip Sync Redemption Smackdown Surprise Game Within a Game Competition Contest Award. Session. We are backpack, backpack, back again. We are. With SmackDown number four. SmackDown Arella. Now, I wonder at this point, I wonder what the girls in the room were watching because they weren't watching the full edited version. I can't, like, I can't imagine. It was probably, like, a shorter, condensed, more, like, cut-together version, right? I feel like they were probably watching playback because the TV in the room we that, turn that we your see the mic around? Oh. Is the green light facing? Yeah. The yeah. TV. The turn t- the mic around. You are um, it <laughs> I just turned it upside down. Um, the the queens in the room they show them over the shoulder, dirty, watching the TV. Um, but the TV that they're watching is a green screen image that was put in in post for sure. Uh, yeah, industry professionals all agreed with me in the room that that was the case. Uh, but they were probably watching playback. I I, I figure. Of like whatever they wanted them to see. I think it was probably a longer version so they could get more reaction to cut together to make this episode. Mm-hmm. Like the whole lip sync song mm. and the whole interactions on the stage. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this SmackDown is Silky Nutmeg Ganache versus Scarlet Envy. Yes. And this was from the Rumerican Horror Story Coven Girls episode. Um, Sonique is is clocking the details at this point. She says, what is that shoe that Silky has on? <laughs> and Raja O'Hara says, it's from the Ginger Minj collection. <laughs> is that a shoe? Even in or potato shoes. It, it's, it's not, is there a heel on it? It feels like no. one of those, it feels like a roll-up flat that you would get from a vending machine after a long <laughs> night out in the girls' bathroom. Listen, a one-half-inch heel still counts as a heel. So these are heels. It needs to heal. They are dancing shoes. Uh, Uh, She's planning to fucking hoof it, this number. And again, 
Silky is giving us a completely different makeup plot. She's done these butterfly appliques on her face. She looks absolutely beautiful. Um, as does Scarlet Envy. I mean, she looks gorgeous. Uh, she's giving us, she dressed for the song because it's a share song. Um, this is a Bob Mackie. <laughs> you know, Bob Mackie told me if I lost one more pound, he would refuse to make dresses for me. I was too thin. This is a song for the lonely. Um, when you're yes. stranded on the edge of nowhere, your high <laughs> heels aren't there. It's a ballet slipper. <laughs> yes. I love Rue's earring in this episode, but this lip sync did not give me, like, if if I had a dollar bill in my hand, I'd say, let me just put this in my pocket. Okay. I thought they, I thought they both did a great job. But again, Silky saves her surprise for us. She and she gives us a flag routine at the end. No, uh, no, keep going. Sorry. What? What do you a, have to say? Okay, a flag usually has a pole. This is a pennant. P e n n a n t. A pennant is simply a piece of fabric which can be waved back and forth. A flag usually a flag usually entails a routine, and you throw it up. She's just she's just landing aircraft here. Well, honey, it's coming in for a landing. Emirates Flight 22 <laughs> from Dubai is coming in for... It's a double-decker. I mean, it's a long-haul flight. If and you, they are coming in for a landing. If you watch this, there's a, there's a clip where RuPaul's face is like doing the... I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. That's what you could tell she's thinking. <laughs> she's not... Yes, she <laughs> she's not living for this lip sync at all. And Scarlett's face, if you watch it on mute the whole time, it looks like she either has to poop or jump over something the whole time. That's all that's happening. Poop face or jumping. Poop face, jumping. Well, she should have saved her poop for the climax of the song. She should that have shaved have been for her shit for the an climax of the song. of a surprise. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm... I, so what, are you arguing that Scarlett should have won this lip sync? No, I think they both should okay. have lost. Oh, um, I, think, I see. I think this flag That's thing, incorrect. Just pulling out a flag, it wasn't even under her wig. She walked out with it. We knew it was in her hand. And then all of a sudden she starts waving it. She doesn't even throw it in the air. I'm Okay, just, but you'll also find fault for when she presets her next prop. You'll also yeah, find fault why with that. So it why, sounds like you're just finding fault with Silky Ganache, whatever she does. No, I'm not. I just I She think, can't bring it out with her, but also can't have a preset. Here's the thing. That I, I did a show on Friday night and I had a fan and it was shoved down up my dress. So I pulled it out. No one knew. She could have walked that that out with it up her back and mm-hmm. down the back of her thigh and then pulled it out and it would have been like, oh my God, wow. But she didn't. She just walked out with it in her hand. Look, look what I got. I'm going to use this later, guys. That is not how I would have done it on the runway and how anyone should have done it. It should have been a reveal considering it wasn't even a real flag routine. It was just, look over here. I got this piece of fabric. I'm waving it. Not going to throw it. Latrice throws it in the air and catches it. She throws it like six stories in the eye and then it hits a transformer and then it rains down sparks upon the audience for seven and a <laughs> and half minutes of innovation. The night, the that lights. was the night the lights went, went out in out Silmar. And, yeah. Privilege. Yeah. So I, I'm just I'm not I'm not trying to dog her out, but I I think this I think her um, methods could have used a little bit more finesse. And I'm allowed to say that. And I don't mean the shampoo because her wig was lovely. You're allowed to say whatever you want. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but she still I won said. the lip sync. <laughs> she said. did, but she did. What I said, mm-hmm. and that's she won three the lip in a row. On um, uh, yes, three in a row, tic tac toe. So let's get into SmackDown number four, which is Silky versus Akira. Whoa, 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 whoa. So Silky is out on stage waiting for her fate, and she's got some fabric over her face that's mm-hmm. not even pinned on right. It's you from could- the Jasmine Masters collection from the, <laughs> the Christmas special. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure this is the Monique Hart Sparkly Washcloth Collection. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, hey, I'm down. Uh, it might be a collab between the two um, at Kohl's. Uh, Silky is... There's part of the, the, the Diamante fabric at the top that's flipped over so you can see the black part of it. And I'm just like, was there not a mirror backstage? I... There, everything was like almost there for me for Silky and almost every lip sync. There was something I would have changed on everything that I just wish there was a little more attention to detail on it. Like the big picture, it was all there, but then you zoom in and then you're like, okay. Um, well, I mean, okay, but she's still, she still is fucking crushing it every time. And that's, that's to me, that's an opinion. Yeah. To me, drag doesn't have to always be about fine details. It can sometimes be about impact and, and like bigger picture. And like I don't think that Well, it's already in the it's already in the wide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I and I think that she is really showing us a masterclass in spectacle and surprise. Uh in this episode and I'm really like it it was really thrilling to watch uh, but we get like yet another surprise in that Akiria turned down the option to participate in the Smackdown Redemption mm-hmm. so I, I respect this decision she said I'm done bitch she said I already <laughs> no, packed no, no, my no. shit she said you want me to take out my caboodle again and and, and peel this pube off my face. I'm not doing it. I just put what, this there. <laughs> what was her exact? What was her exact reason? Like, what was the wording? It was like she wanted to. But I would much rather respectfully decline than to have my world shattered again. I'm proud right. of what I did, even with the the losses I took. I'm sure people will be like, "Oh my god, you're so crazy that you had a second chance." And you're not taking it. But I still feel like I have a second chance because I can now take the things that I've learned about myself that this competition has taught me and apply that to my next journey in life. Exactly. Ass almighty. Ass almighty. I respect this decision on her part, for sure. Uh, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I mean, there, there, there is, there is the school of thought that any chance to be on stage is a chance to shine and like do something. But like, also, if you don't want to do it, don't do it, you know. But I'm wondering what production was saying to her because, you know, in the contract it says if we tell you to do something and you don't do it, you're in breach of contract. Uh, well, I. Apparently, she was allowed to decline. 
She declined. We asked Jim Baker to be a part of this documentary. He declined. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that the eyes of Tammy Faye? Yeah, RuPaul is the is the narrator. The VO. Of, yeah, and and they keep asking different people to be part of it, and he declined. He declined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, basically, Bru, in accordance with All Star rules, says that um, <laughs> Silky will advance to the next lip sync SmackDown. But mm-hmm. Silky, at that point, asks if she can still entertain the judges. Mm-hmm. And which I uh, yet again. Another surprise, another unexpected moment. She doesn't have to do this, but she is like, I prepared a whole ass thing for this. Honey, I'm giving it to you. Let me fucking do it. And I, this is one of the most memorable uh, lip sync moments in, I believe, the history of Drag Race. It's memorable. She reveals her lime green coat to show that she is double painted, very Donna Summer, Barbara Streisand, Glenn Allen, very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, David Hasselhoff, uh, double painted as Barbie and Ken. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that Aurora did this at a pageant somewhere. And I saw mm. her do it at Gigi Gorgeous's birthday party this past year, too. She did Barbie, to Barbie Girl. Like Girl? Yes, Where exact. Silky Over. was at the birthday party too. Exactly. After filming this, yeah. So I mean, this is something that drag queens have done many a time before. It's great. It's it's pretty well executed. I wish there were a little more sparkly washcloth, but um, I'm also I would like to commend whoever Silky's designer is because her skin tone is a perfect match. This is not a nude delusion. It is a nude illusion, and yes. she she looks great. And she clearly put a lot of she clearly put a lot of thought into not only the look, I mean she clearly had to like she was probably sewing this and doing this in the hotel room getting ready for this. Uh but also in the performance, like with the rolling uh moment. Mm-hmm. That you girl, you gotta rehearse that shit. She rehearsed this. This was this was studied, this was ready to go, very entertaining. And uh, and very thrilling, and clearly the judges are fucking living. Yeah, Zaldi's having a good good old time. Yeah, and RuPaul's RuPaul's. Oh, who am I kidding? Hannah, <laughs> that's funny to me. We always uh, on season five, we were always quoting um, Candace Kane because she was our choreographer, and mm-hmm. when, whenever we, she was like, we had to hit the music. Candace Kane was always like, "Hit it!" <laughs> and we we quoted that. We still quote it. We are back, and I don't know if you noticed this. I certainly didn't, but uh, there's a clip on Twitter, or someone tweeted the clip of Silky lip-syncing, and the quote is, whoever was in charge for making the wall lip-sync deserves a raise because the wall has little smiley faces that are like, the the mouths are moving along with the song. There's a pink and there's a blue one. And whenever the boy part goes, the blue mouth moves. And whenever the pink part goes, that's when um, the girl is singing. Oh, I had so much fun, Ken. 
that sounds that's really binary um i don't really appreciate that um cancel the show um <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh no but but that's so do you think they added that special effect because they knew it was going to be a solo lip sync was that going to happen if it was going to be both of them that takes programming in the text computer room. right yeah i mean it 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 definitely takes a, a logic app of some sort. I'll I'll ask RuPaul over brunch. Yeah, ask her later. Later today, definitely. Um, We're eating at Char- Chateau. Oh, give yeah. my best to Andre. I will. And 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 uh and and Carmine. Mm, hey, Carmine. We're meeting at Earth Cafe. How wonderful! I'll yeah. s- I, I'm at Le Pan Coutototon, <laughs> just down the street. <laughs> So, okay, Silky yet again advances to the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major advancement. Th- this episode has, you know, spills and spills and thrills all around. And SmackDown number five is no exception. Mm-hmm. SmackDown number five. I love, I love how our screen is frozen on Trinity just looking non Going through it. <laughs> Trinity is going through it this whole time because at first she's like, oh, she's yeah, look so at her. She's so annoyed. She's doing the thing. And then she's like, wait, this bitch is coming. She is coming in hot. Mm-hmm. And she, these, the, the girls are getting a little bit of reality check. And they're like, ooh, okay. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't be so thankful um, that right. Silky is killing it. But Silky versus Jan is SmackDown 5. It's mm-hmm. from the episode Snatch Game of Love. And- Jan entering, uh, winning the award for coming on this thing mad as hell. Honey. Uh, she's got mean mug. She, you, you, I, I think she cracked the tooth in the back the way she is scowling. She is, she's, she is here to prove something and she painted it that way. Let me tell you. She, yes. she, she has an arch nemesis and guess what? It's her brow. Um, she, Arched. uh-huh. She is here to make it clear. Um, and Silky comes out and says, Jan, Jan, she's a man. I'm, I don't think it's she's a man. It's she's our man. Oh, really? I think it's she's a man. Can we listen? Can we get playback? <laughs> Reverend Silky Nutmake, a nod. Silk, silk with a good milk. Jan, Jan, she's a man. <laughs> Would you like to rephrase your statement? <laughs> I think it's she's our man. Mm, well, you can think of whatever you want, bitch. We all heard it. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I think, but But that's the thing. That's the other thing about why Silky is dominating this because it's not just about what happens during the lip sync on stage. She is in it and she is competing and throwing shade and giving jokes and giving bits from the second the screen opens. Even before the screen is open, she's like, yeah, it's me, bitch. (laughs) She's giving personality. It's a psychological, like, psyching out these girls from from the start. And this time she has the good sense to make production set her props before the lip sync, her cardboard <laughs> cutout guitar. Um, yes. And I think that this lip sync, I was surprised at Silky One. What are your thoughts on it? I think this was the one that was the, the closest. Yeah, uh, cause definitely. Jan, Jan really, really gave a great performance. She had this uh this wig reveal uh, uh which 
she slides down to the end of the runway. Did she break the light bulb? She, she knocked it off. Out. Yeah. So somebody tweeted, uh, "RuPaul tried to break Jan's spirit, so Jan broke RuPaul's light bulbs." <laughs> <laughs> She slid down the runway, flipped that wig off to reveal this other unit that she is flinging about. She's doing the Jessica Wilde hair flip. Just, and, but also Silky is also, Silky also did a hair reveal. She's also doing wild hair flipping. I, I have a question. Do hair reveals lose their potency if you know there's going to be one? Did you know there was going to be one? Yes. Silky's, Silky's A, Silky's wig was a uh, big bad Bertha wig, brushed out. That was definitely hiding something else. And Jan's wig was so far forward that you knew that there was another wig under it. So I knew there were going to be wig reveals on both accounts, which I'm not mad at. But like, you know, uh, there, I'm sure there were other drag queens out there that were like, she's going to take that wig off. Because okay. it, it was clear from the get. Well, to the casual viewer, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that, I, I mean, I, it wasn't the for, at the forefront of my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the Tina Knowles guitar, is living for The guitar is really what I think tipped it over the top for, uh, for Silky. And even the queens watching in the workroom are gagging as Silky is smashing this guitar. And it's a guitar made of uh, found items, if you get into the details. I mean, it's, like, made out of pantyhose and, like, uh, probably cardboard. Mm -hmm. God bless Uh, the child. It has plushness to it. Like, it's a... a, I'm not sure what it's made out of, but it's very inventive. And and then it's, like, spray-painted... I think it's, I love it. It looks like there's uh, some broken jewelry on it. Yes. Like an earring. It's this, great. I actually performed Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. It was one of the first numbers I ever did. And I made a cardboard guitar. And at the end, I smashed it. This was one of the first ever times I did drag. And this was my performance. So, like, this is near and dear to my heart. You can't really do that song without a guitar because the guitar is like a character in the song. Hmm. Uh, So I thought it was really, really smart on Silky's part to use whatever she had found, glued, hot glued, stayed up all night sewing it, fucking stitching it, fucking patching it together so she could have that moment. And I think that's what tipped it over. But Jan really gave it a good fight, and it was very, very close. I I just didn't know that we were allowed to use props now. And I think Jan, if Jan would have been given the same amount of time as Silky, maybe she could have had a more even playing field and made some props too. Um, It's uncharted territory. There are no rules. I know, but here's the thing. RuPaul's Drag Race gets submitted for unstructured reality program in the Emmy consideration. I just got the email for it. This feels a little structured, and it feels like they're pulling it in one direction. This does not feel unstructured. So do you think production was like, here, Yes. do you want this guitar made out of pantyhose and cardboard? No, but they were, no! Going, they were going to the store, getting her what she needed, probably. Like they said that they would our because season and never did. Because she asked. 
Yeah. Because Silky has a lot of vibrato. And she said, I don't give a fuck. This is my last chance. Did you see the talent show? Where was the vibrato? (laughs) Where? And Jan should have won that too. Jan should have won that talent show too. I said the wrong way. No, it's not vibrato. It's bravato. That's what I meant. She has a lot of bravato. And I bet she said, God damn it. You're going to get me that fucking gold spray paint because I fucking need it. And, And they did. That is part of this. It is a bravado competition. It's not just show up and look beautiful and do a good job. It's this is your last fucking chance. Put it all out there. Fucking fucking do it. And Silky absolutely did that. Sure. Um, Rue says nice <laughs> things to Jan. I, I just here's I think this should, there should be a level playing field. That's all I'm saying. And there clearly is not. Um, it's clearly weighed, weighted in one direction. And that's not a weight joke. Um, RuPaul further crushes Jan's dream. Um, she toys with her like a cat playing with her food. Um, and she goes home once again. At least she's I already saw back this. though. Nick sent me the meme of, uh, do you know why RuPaul looked so happy when she's in the blue fringe and she's voguing and dancing? She it's sent home she, Jan twice that she night. She just sent Jan home. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Um, well, now we get to lip sync SmackDown number six, which is Silky versus Pandora. Yes. Um, and this almost didn't happen. Silk apparently. Dora. Uh-huh. Pandora what said do you mean? that Pandora said that her first answer when asked to lip sync was no. <laughs> and then they told her, We'll let you wear Jiggly's outfit from the second lip sync, and she said, Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Cause it's almost kind of the, the same thing. What do and you mean? They didn't let her say no. She said no, and then they convinced her to do it. You're just a girl who can't say no. Honey, she could have <laughs> done so this in this, South Pacific, and maybe they would have tipped there. This is all the same day, because this is the Drag Tots judging panel. So they did Pandora and Eureka all on this day. Yes, on this good day. Was it the good? the Lord hath made. Uh, well... I mean, we already talked about drag tots, and we're not going to call that good. I'm not going to let you lie to my face. Pandora looks beautiful. Do you think she was allowed to go home? I don't know. She does look gorge. Um, but I, I doubt that they were allowed to go home because, you know, Magic Mountain all the way to Inglewood, that's far. And COVID. Um, True. But she looks absolutely gorgeous. Um. She- and then the screen raises and we see Silky's sneakers. Mm-hmm. Not She's, mad. It's it's um it's very um it's giving me step team, you know. Yes. And I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it. This is my favorite look that Silky has given the whole the whole lip sync extravaganza SmackDown. She's got some stonework on her face. Mm-hmm. She's giving it's very it's very Howie B, very custom. Very, Very Ariana illusion because it's an Ariana song. Mm-hmm. The song is um, focus, 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 focus. Pandora plays this gimmick where she's like um, seeing for the first time, and she's like rubbing her eyes and like trying to see and squint. Um, which oh, yes, which is a device. Um, but Silky's just giving dancing diva and putting her body on the ground, putting it in the air, giving big arms. Um, I think this is also one of the points where we do see some drag five, six, seven, eight, too. 
Yes. Silky's going very straightforward with this performance, and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to fucking dance the she house says, boots back. She says, I know what I came to do. She does. She came to beat Pandora's ass. And uh, yes. she said, five, six, seven, eight. I'm going to hit this routine. You're going to love it. Um, she has a skirt reveal. Mm-hmm. With a, with uh, a high-waisted uh, panty. Which, to me, going into this, I mean, you would almost be mistaken to not have some kind of surprise planned. Would you, you would, I mean, if you were told this is your one chance to go back and possibly lip sync your way into the competition. Shoot douche water right at RuPaul's face. So you would plan something. Oh, honey, there would be, there would be plans. There would be stunts. You would probably ask production for a Segway or something, or or a hoverboard. Or I wouldn't have asked him. I would have brought it myself. I, I yes, I, you would have had your husband leave it under the ice <laughs> machine for you in the hotel. <laughs> what would you have done, darling? I would have pulled shit out of my wig. Uh-huh. I would have fucking worn biscuit heels. I would have done everything Silky Nutmeg Ganache is doing. I would have. Send I would have got. I would have had a um, one of those things that an eye doctor, optometrist wheels in front of you and says A or B, A focus, or B. Focus. I would have had one of those for the choruses that would have like come out of my arm, and that's what I would have done. Okay, that would have worked. Mm-hmm. And um, at, and at one point in the in the competition. <laughs> I've noticed that Sonique takes out her white contact. <laughs> well, because it was probably itching. Yeah, I'm just saying. This happened. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. I got to go over everything in this episode because there's not much. So she, was trying to, she was trying to focus on the... Uh, exactly, on the, on the competition. Um, Silky hurdles herself to the ground. Uh, legs in the air, a splay. Legs akimbo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't... And Pandora's treating it like a walking number. Pandora is treating this like the third number at S4 on a Sunday night at 145. At least she has a little like um, cover up to like sachet around. And she looks beautiful. Doesn't do a bit of shit, though. She looks very beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Stunosha. Why didn't she wear this kind of stuff on the season? So she didn't look 50 fucking eight. Okay. Well, I... I have to say, Charlie XCX also is finally having a good time. <laughs> She's like, oh, thank God they're playing this song. I love this. She's like, good, they're going to do another number. <laughs> <laughs> Can the adults smoke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish Pandora dressed like this the whole time instead of um, uh, Wanda in the first episode of WandaVision. Okay. Well, she looks absolutely beautiful, and RuPaul really gives her her props on her exit. She says... You are a legend. Thank you for being a part of this. You're outstanding. Thank you. And goodbye. She said, can you get my car? <laughs> it's, Silky. it's Silky's win yet again. And that leads us to SmackDown 7, which is the final SmackDown, which is Silky versus Eureka. And mm-hmm. it's the same night. So, okay, this is all happening. Leaving on it the on same the floor. Day. Leaving it on the floor. Now, Rue explains the lip sync SmackDown rules to Eureka. And uh So Silky me. had to change clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, she maybe they did one of them before lunch or something. Like maybe maybe they did the Pandora Silky earlier in the day. I don't know. Text Rue. 
Yeah, if any, if anybody's listening to this on production, we need some new tips. Timeline. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's Lask. Um, yeah, did they? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love the fridge, too. Oh, my, you look so good. Tell her I said yeah, hi. You look so good. <laughs> you look so good, honey. Um, okay. Um, uh, Willem says hi. She says, fuck you, you old geezer, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay. No, I'll call you later. Yeah. Bye, baby. Bye. Okay. Wait, no, remember to you. take out the meat okay. from the freezer. No, I love you. Yeah, could you sit, yeah, could you set out the, I think we should do hamburger tonight. Yeah, take out the yeah. Beyond Beef crumbles. Okay, all right. Okay, fuck you. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, see you later. See you at home. Okay, bye. How's RuPaul doing? Uh, what? What? Oh, wasn't that RuPaul, the RuPaul that you were talking to, colluding with behind my, my back? My mic, my mic was my mic was muted. Um, sort of like my color palette tonight. My mic was muted. Oh, do, do, uh, hmm. <laughs> lies and deceptions. <laughs> um, I worked with deception down in too. Tampa. Hey, dece- no, de- deceptions in uh, Nashville. Deranged is oh. in Tampa. Oh, okay, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, not Tampa right now, but she's been all over. She's a universal queen. Shout out to Deception and Deranged. We love you both. Deep friends of the pod. Um, so the final without SmackDown. a D. Deception. <laughs> the final SmackDown, Silky versus Eureka. Mm-hmm. Um, Eureka is really at the most disadvantage of any of these girls because she just got eliminated and has to come directly back, do a quick change of clothes, and head back to the main stage. Hey, at least her outfit doesn't have tape on it. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at rough edges and drag, and I never have been. I'm not. Ma- I know I've seen your drag. I'm not mad at them <laughs> either. But I'm just pointing them out that this is the largest platform for drag in the world, and you come rolling on up with tape on your outfit. Mm-hmm. Tape. Your okay. tape is supposed to go on your balls, not your outfit, baby. And. And I I don't get the 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 potato chip thing either. Well, but then the again, song... I threw up on the stage, so I'm I do my own things to to distract and get camera <laughs> time. So thing. I have no room to talk. But all I'm saying is I don't understand the eating on stage. It doesn't have anything to do with the song. It it's cockiness. It's a power move. She's saying I have I have dominated this so hard. I honey, I'm I'm just having a snack. Like, fuck this. She should have spent some time and iron that fucking outfit because there's wrinkles all over it and tape on it. It's a fucking blow-up suit. I don't know what you're... She was probably patching holes. I know. Okay. Well... But how long has she been there now waiting for these things to happen? This is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh one. So every episode takes two days. That's at least two weeks. She couldn't have used a little needle and thread and sewed it a little bit and put the tape on the inside and made it a, a nice patch instead of a, a piece of tape on the front of her outfit patch. There are other ways to do things other than the way that she did it that would have been cleaner. And that's all I'm saying. I think it's, aesthet- I think it's aesthetic and I think it's a, it's a, it's a choice. And I think uh, it's because this it is was a choice. All, You're right. This is, she's saying... Girl, yes. I fucking patched this together from shit that I found at the last minute. She's saying that. She's like putting it out there. And it adds to the aesthetic of it. 
it adds to the like, this is my last chance. It's happening at the last minute to put this together. And I think it's fucking cool. And and it's fucking punk rock and I like it. I think it detracts from the aesthetic of it. But I understand that the aesthetic is hers and hers alone to to understand because we're just commenting on it. She's the star here of this episode. Um, Eureka. Now. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I love Eureka's shoe because you can clearly see the heel. It is not a biscuit. It is a kitten. Um, she looks beautiful. I I don't understand. When I saw what Silky was wearing, I was like, oh, they're going to be doing a Missy Elliott song. Because I don't understand <laughs> right. why you would wear a blow-up suit for since you've been gone. Um, I don't. I it, if I if someone if I'm not seeing something that is obvious, please write in and tell us at racechaserpodcast at gmail dot com. But I don't see why she was wearing that, and especially when it was so cumbersome to take off because the reveal was more of a. The reveal was sloppy. Like, it was not coming off as cleanly as anyone would have hoped for, and that was obvious. And they were trying to cut around it, but it took so long for her to get off that they couldn't, and they showed it hanging off of half of her body. I, I Well, was- this is, yes, this is, uh, and I believe what Silky was doing was she was trying to tell the story of her mother's weight loss. So she was trying to say, since you've been gone, referring to uh, her mother's weight, that she took off. So she started out with the bag of chips and the sort of the air filled suit to represent her mother before her weight loss journey. So okay. she gets at a certain point in the story, she gets rid of the chips and stumps on them and then takes off the suit. Now this is where it sort of falters because Eureka is telling the story of her mother as well, her mother who passed away. And so Eureka is going for more of like an emotional, straightforward, like I'm going to feel and act the and and like vibe the emotion of the song. And I think she does it more successfully. Silky is Silky's. This is sort of the backfire, like, other end of... She's used these sort of, like, really hilarious, amazing gimmicks the whole time. But now at this point, it's like that doesn't really... That doesn't stack up against just a straightforward emotional performance, which Eureka's giving. And she gets caught up, like you said, in the reveal. And so it's sort of like the backfiring. So it's very dramatic, yeah, I I think that anytime you have to expl- you could tell they were both telling stories about their moms, but Eureka didn't have to explain hers and we got it. Right. I I don't I now understand what you were saying about Silkies, but that's not entertaining to me. Right. I think it what I think it wasn't uh as clear and straightforward as some mm-hmm. of her other her her other like surprises. Yeah. And so that's why it was less successful. And so, I mean, it looks to me, we, we're left with a cliffhanger. RuPaul says, I've made my decision. And then the TV goes, loss of video. Yeah. And so I, 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 I understand what they're doing. We don't know who wins at the end of this episode. But mm-hmm. watching the girls' faces 
after it's a shot of Silky, and then they show Sonique, and her face is kind of like this confused. They're they're letting the audience know which way this is going, very much so. It feels like it's going in Eureka's favor based on the edit, because they could have definitely shown Silky not struggling in that suit, but they chose to show her struggling because they're indicating to the viewer who might be even dumber than me that this one's going to lose. Um <laughs> Do you think that there's a world where they both come back? Um, not a world I want to live in. <laughs> Do you Silky, think there's a world I where mean, they both come back? Because I think it's very commendable that Silky had this whole journey. And like, I'm very excited for her having had this episode. Because how fucking cool to, to be one of the first queens to get sent away. And then to have this like episode that... Is, was really, it, it, there were ups and downs. Uh, there were twists and turns. I thought it was a really good week for Silky Ganache. So even if she doesn't come back, because I don't think she was stronger than Eureka in that last lip sync. I don't think she but, was either, especially with the, the snafus, with the reveals and the chips and the things. Yes, but all th- watching this whole episode it really made me want to see more of silky so i i don't know i don't know what's going to happen uh but the the judges have made their decision and we will be waiting until next week to find out rupaul thanks the dolls she says thank you both for blessing the competition with your enormous charisma uniqueness nerve and talent she's calling them cunts uh to their faces uh, uh, g- 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 what were you what were you going to say dipper and if you want to hear more from Silky, she's Priyanka's special guest on Famous this week. This oh, week. a Mom Network podcast. Yeah. Wait, she's allowed to talk to them? She agreed to the interview. She got booked through the proper yes. sources. So Okay, I'll be listening. She knows what she came to do. Violate um, NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be definitely be listening to Famous this week with Priyanka. And yes, silky nutmeg ganache. Um. So, did you watch Untucked? I did. I loved it. Um. It's basically a recap of the main episode, and there's a little bit of BTS for the Smack Dolls. Yes. Um, I see very few travel units, which was a disappointment. <laughs> I'm. I'm. The travel unit well, game has declined steadily over the course <laughs> of the season. When it is a chance to say, "Ooh, I'm aware of this hair that I can't perform in, but it's amazing," you know, and none of, yeah. I just really disappointing. There were no bobs. There were no. I. I like Brooklyn had a bob, and Ganja had a bob. Coco had a bob. There were no loafs at the end. Baseball you caps. Can go, what is this? You Baseball can go on caps. over. You can go on over to Race Chaser Pod on Instagram, and we recently posted a uh, a nine square uh, look at all of the travel units this illustrious season. Or lack thereof. Um, right, or lack thereof. Listen, it's fine. It's all new territory, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the what little was your favorite part of Untucked? Well, the little interviews where right after they have the lip sync, they they have them sit down in, you know, either the pork chop, you know, loading dock or in a little dressing room in Pandora's case. They have them sit down and sort of talk it out afterward, um, which was hard in some cases. Like you could tell that Scarlett was really going through it. Well, she should have done better. Well, she was very disappointed. Um, 
the ones that were really fun were like Pandora. She was like, I know, but like you fought all this way and like you could come back into the competition. That's really cool. Jar doesn't even wait to get out of drag. (laughs) She said, baby, I can be at the garden by 10 p.m. Let's go. Exactly. Honey, get me on the first flight. She said, get me to Charlie's. (laughs) Darling. Um, Yeah. And Yara was like, you need to go and you need to be all these bitches that do it for us. Do it for all the girls who've been sent home. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, me too. I like a little bit of camaraderie afterwards, even though Silky uh, whooped and trolloped all their asses. She did, but there's good sports woman, womanship all around. Do you think it's going to be a tie and a top five? Or do you think Eureka will win and it will be a top four? Well, no, there's four women left. So it, yeah. if it was a tie and a double Shantae in that event, it would be a top six. There would probably have to be a double elimination. Do we know how many episodes are left? I have so many questions. So Help many. me sleep, RuPaul. Help me sleep. <laughs> oh, Miss Cracker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see next week's episode for sure because once these girls see who wins and she walks back in that workroom, are they going to be nice to her? Are they going to be happy she's there? Probably yeah, not. They'll be nice. They'll be nice. Maybe. We'll see. I mean. They're nice girls. Nice girls. Natural. They'll say, bless your heart, because they, they all have that accent. They'll say, it's good to see you. <laughs> How are well, you? Yeah. Whatever happens, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Didn't RuPaul say that this episode? Mm-hmm. I think she did. I don't watch it for RuPaul. Um, but I, I, I I am anxious to see what she does on her program next week and you can hear about it, whatever she does do on our program race chaser, because we're going to chit chat about it. Aren't we? Yes. And we thank you so much for joining us for race chaser this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. If you don't like it, lie. If you do like it, lie even more. And subscribe. (laughs) Take a moment and leave us a rating, please, too. Five stars for five stars. And you can go ahead and follow the dolls at Willem at only at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our mom podcast account is at Mom Podcast. Mm Plus, we have bonus content available at patreon.com slash Willem. We have hilarious videos with Alaska and I. Hours of Good entertainment. Stuff. Good stuff over there. And uh, just search for Race Chaser content by use- using the hashtag Race Chaser. Good stuff, stuff, uh, muff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com if you want us yep. to talk about something, see about something, hear about something. Exactly. Um, And stay safe out there. Get the vax. Socially distance yourself. Wear a mask. Respect each other out in the world. Uh, Jan, Jan, she's a man. Do you want to go get a drink? I have some uh, shaved ice under my teeth. Oh, perfect. Crown Royale. Mm -hmm. I'll have a Crown Royale. (laughs) And a silky chaser. Give me some lean, please. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.